0: It's thought I'd throw. Up. Sometimes people don't put it out there. It's better than going on Tinder or what is it, Tingle or what is it, Brother Bali, Yeah, what is it, Tinder? What? Never mind, Brother Bali. You shouldn't be answering that, Brother. <laughs> Christian Mingle or whatever that is. Don't do that. All right, children, you're dismissed. Go quietly to your classroom. Everybody else, standing. Let's get into the Word. Psalm 19. Psalm 19. I'm going to bring this down because I want to really talk to y'all. Psalm 19. Today I'm going to preach, everybody standing, if you can stand, Psalm 19 verses 1 through 6. Today I'm going to preach a word that the Lord, I believe, has given to me that I've entitled worldview, wrong view. Worldview, wrong view. Everybody say Worldview. Wrong view. wrong view let's read psalm 19 1 through 6 ready read wait hold on okay you did good you don't have to read for the choir director of psalm of David. but let's begin with the heavens ready read the heavens are telling of the and their expanse is declaring verse 2 day to day pours forth speech and night to night reveals knowledge verse 3 there is no speech nor are there words Their voice is not heard. Verse 4. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their utterances to the end of the world. In them he has placed a tent for the sun. Verse 5. Which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run his course. Verse 6. Its rising is from one end of the heavens and its circuit to the other end of them. And there is nothing hidden From its heat. Now give me verse one once more, please. The heavens are telling of the glory of God. Another verse says, The heavens declare the glory of God. Bow your head. Father, I thank you for your word. Your word is truth, it is undeniable, it is inspired. Lord God, it is what will endure forever. Father, I pray that you would help me now, Lord, anoint me to preach your word like you gave it to me and give these, your people that are here tonight, an ear to hear, the heart to receive, and the grace to apply. And we will be careful to give you thanks in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Be seated. I believe we are prisoners of an erroneous view of God. That might seem like a very strong or straightforward statement, but but I apply it to myself also. I think we are prisoners of a wrong view of God from the pastor all the way down. Some of you tonight are worried. Some of you are stressed. Some of you are anxious. Some of you are doubtful. Some of you are fearful. And I want you to consider the following. How is it possible for us to maintain a proper and biblical view of who God is and be fearful, be anxious, Be uncertain and and as I was as I was seeking the mind of God for this week the Lord said I I want you to really just I want you to really just talk about how great I am okay can we talk about how great God is in church is that all right. And, and, and here's why Here's here's why we need to get back to talking about how great God is, because we're living in a day and age where people want to hear how great they are, and this is becoming problematic in the church. It's, it's nothing new. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, but we are in a crisis of faith right now, and we're in a crisis of faith right now. I believe in modern evangelicalism. We're in a crisis of faith because our worldview, watch it now, our worldview is the wrong view, and our worldview is the wrong view because ultimately our view of God is also slightly off as to what it should be and it's off as to what it should be because or I can say that it's off as to what it should be because we're absolutely bogged down by things that shouldn't bog us down yes we're human yes you struggle yes we're finite yes we're carnal yes we fail I'm waiting for you to say amen yes we make mistakes yes we sin yes we fall short of God's glory no you're not a robot no you're not always going to get it right but here's but when it comes to how we view God God has given us enough in his word not only in his word but he's given us enough to see with our own eyes every day to know that the God who created everything that our eyes behold is the one that we call Father. There are two main scriptures in the word of God that point to creationism and how big God is and who God is. It's Psalm, the Psalm that we just read in Romans chapter 1. So go on your Bible to Romans chapter 1. Let's walk through this because tonight for the next few minutes what I came to do, my assignment is to preach a big God. That's my assignment today. Romans chapter 1, the apostle Paul writes to the church at Rome and he says the following. Consider, I want you, don't read it. I want you to see it. Ready? For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness, verse 19, because that which is known about God is evident within them. Don't miss this. For God made it evident to them. That means that God has made his glory evident to all people, not some, not just Christians. Come on. Not just believers, but non-believers also. Watch it now. Because that which is known, give me verse 19, stay there again. Because that which is known about God is evident with them. Watch it. Because that which is known about God is evident within them for God. Somebody say for God. Because God made it evident to them. How did he do it? Keep reading. Verse 20. Ready? For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power, and his divine nature have been what? Vaguely seen. Somebody say clearly seen. Being understood. Here it is. Being understood how? Through what was made. How do we understand, ready, his eternal power, his invisible attributes? Can you see God? No. But what can you see? Creation. Can you see God? No. What can you see? His creation. Today I texted a brother who comes to this church. The Spirit of the Lord just just had me texting different people throughout the day. And I texted this brother. I said, are you outdoors? He replied, yes. I said, look up. He looked up. He said, what, are you skydiving? He said, no. I said, look up. He looked up. I said, everything that your eyes see was created by God. He said, amen. You know this. You know that. But here's, here's, here's why it's a problem. You know that everything you see was created by him, right? Do you believe that? Yeah. You believe he created that? Yeah. And why are you worried? If God, if the same God created the heavens and everything that your eyes can see and even beyond, then why are you worried if he's, that he's able to provide whatever it is you need? We're either serving different gods or we don't believe the Bible. Believer and non-believer, through creation, watch. Some people have wondered, what about the people who never had somebody preach the gospel to them? God will judge them according to, according to the revelation of his glory, ready? Not through a preacher, but through creation. God is saying, no man will be blameless because what I created reveals my glory. That means people in indigenous countries and lands who never get an evangelist come, people who never sit under a pastor, they won't say, nobody told me because God's going to tell them. Everything that you saw revealed my glory to you. Are you following me? Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible invisible attributes, his eternal power, divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are what? Without excuse. Verse 21, for even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Now, go back to the Psalms because I want to walk you through this. A.W. Tozer wrote the following Great man of God said the following This is why I'm preaching to you what I'm preaching to you right now. What A.W. Tozer said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What you think about God matters how you think about god matters and let me go let me go let me take it a step further because some of you are like well pastor do you really got to expose air do you got to talk about erroneous worldview of course i do what if somebody came up here and started talking bad about your mama talk to me abundant life church what if somebody stood up here and, and minister wilson i love your mom you have a beautiful mother she's still living right she she came to this year you remember minister wilson? can you imagine if i stood up here and just started misrepresenting your mother can you imagine? You would stand up and say, hey, that's not my mother. You're saying things that aren't true about her. Nobody would stand for that. So why is it that we stand by and let people misrepresent God? Y'all, 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 y'all ain't ready for me today. I promise you. I promise you. And I'm not high on coffee, Starbucks, sugar, or anything else. I'm telling you. We wouldn't stand for anybody misrepresenting our parents. we say, that's not my father. That's nothing like my father. But we lay back in church and say, I just need to be quiet because I don't want to be disrespectful, even though they're misrepresenting who God is. Say ouch or say hallelujah. Say something. So what comes to your mind when you think about God matters. It's the most important thing about you. But does it really matter what I think about God? Of course it does. I'd go as far as to say it's the only thing that matters. So why not talk about it? So today, just like the Spirit of the Lord put it on my heart today, I call creation to serve on the witness stand, to testify about who God is. Today, I'm not going to call you, am not even going to call upon myself. Let's call upon creation to testify about who God is. Now, if you're here and you think that all of this, if you look up, if you go outside today and look around and think all of this happened by chance, then you're destined to live a life by chance. Good luck with that. If you think you're here by chance, then you're destined to live exactly that way by chance. Friend, to the Jew, the word coincidence doesn't even exist. Because they, they had such a belief in Yahweh, in the God of Israel, that they didn't live by coincidence. Some of you are like, what a coinketing. No, it ain't a coinketing. That's why I don't play the lottery, bruh. God wants me rich, then he'll, he'll, he surely knows how to make that happen. Oh, yeah. yes, Let's move on because you're looking at me sad like, watch now. Psalms 19, again, look at verse 1. Verse 1 tells us, number 1, go with me, number 1, tells us that God's creation is the expression of his glory. His creation is the expression of His glory. You want to see God's glory? You want to see God's glory? Look up. Go outside. You want to see His glory? Look at nature. That's why we're having church outside. That's why we're going to have church in the park. It'll be good for you to see the sun. Breathe in that air. Look at the trees wave. That's God's creation. And watch what it does. It reveals his glory. His own word says it. Verse 1, Psalm 19:1. Now look at verse 2. Verse 2 tells us that God's creation gives, not only does it express his glory, but it gives constant testimony of his glory. Thank God. God's not depending on you to testify. He's not depending on Brother Bethel to testify every Wednesday. His creation gives constant testimony of his glory. Give me verse 2. I'm excited today. It's the parents. On, it's the parrots on my sir. That's what they are. they're, they're the parrots. The parrots got me talking. Verse two. Ready? Read. Ready Stop. Read it con ganas. Ready? Read. Ready and it's talking about creation. How often does creation testify day to day? My God. That means you don't have to wait till Sunday to see the glory of God. You can walk outside on Monday, look up and say, My Lord, the heavens are declaring the glory of God today. Wow, who made all this? The King of glory. Just like we saying, who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Who is the King of glory? Hallelujah, the Lord mighty in battle. All you have to do is go outside and be like, Wow, who made this? My God made all of this. And it declares His glory and it testifies constantly to his glory constantly psalms nineteen two. constant testimony is going on of the glory of god that means that his revelation of his power his majesty it's constant it's day by day if you have a bad day don't worry tomorrow the sun's gonna rise and you want to know why it's gonna rise because your father said so You doubting God's power? Go outside, see the moon. I'm going to get there in a minute. You're doubting His power? Go outside, see the stars. He calls them all by name. I'm going to get there in a minute too. But creation declares the glory of God, the same God you profess to serve. What an insult it is then to His character. When I was in prayer, the Lord says, People are going to be in church tonight who are so laid down, they're so heavy laden by their problems. Because their worldview is the wrong view. And by worldview, I'm not talking about how you view the world. I'm talking about how you view creation. Are you in the house, shout hallelujah. Now go to Psalms 104 for a minute. I'm I'm moving quickly here. I'm great on time, by the way. Psalm 104, verse 24. You'll be watching Netflix in 30 minutes. Psalms 104, verse 24. By the way, the Lord revealed how addicted you are to Facebook today because Facebook went down and so did Instagram. And some of y'all were like fiends, fiending for that. Psalms 104, verse 24. Psalms 104 talks about creation. We could read the whole psalm, but we don't have time for that. Listen carefully. Are you ready to read? Shout, shout amen. Ready? Read. Oh, Lord. in. Oh, Lord, how many are your works? Do you see that? This is amazing. Oh, Lord, how many are thy works? In wisdom thou hast made them all. Now, if you have your Bible open, it's not going to be on the screen. I didn't give them the verse. Go to your own Bible that you should have in your lap and go to verse 14. Ha-ha, tricked you. You 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 should have a Bible when you go to church. Look at verse 14. Watch it. Watch what it says. It says, he causes the grass to grow for the cattle don't put it up there he causes the grass to grow for the cattle he causes vegetation for the labor of man so that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine which makes man heart glad so that he might make his face glisten with oil O that sustains a man's heart. 16, the trees of the Lord drink their fill. The cedars of Lebanon, which he planted, where the birds build their nest. The stork whose home is in the fir tree. 18, the high mountains are for the wild goats. Yeah. I went to the living desert with friends when they, the, when they have the lights, and I saw the goats climbing on nothing. Like, wow, look at them. It's like they're just, they're just like on, an, on a little tiny edge. Watch it. The Lord created those hills for them. And he created them with the ability to walk that way on nothing. How can you not see that and say, the God who did that created me. It's deeper than that. He is my father. I'm waiting on a miracle. I'm waiting uh, But, 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 Lord, my faith is struggling. Is your faith struggling? Go outside. What? I mean, I'm waiting for Sunday. Stop it. Go outside. we we'll get a telescope. Stop reading the horoscope and get a telescope. I'm preaching real good right now, and you don't like it. I mean, no me importa nada. What's my future hold? A ver que dice. Diablo mentiroso. You have more faith in Walter Mercado than you do the Word of God. amazing what the psalm says is it not watch it 19 he made the moon for the seasons he made the moon for the seasons and the sun knows the place of its setting except in the Coachella Valley (laughs) verse 20 you appoint darkness and it becomes night and all the beasts of the forest they prowl about 21 young lions were after their prey and they seek their food from God when the sun rises they withdraw and they lie down in their dens Man goes forth to his work and to his labor until evening, 24. Oh, Lord, watch what the psalmist says. Oh, Lord, how many are thy works, and in wisdom you have made them all. The universe is God's masterpiece. I need you to respond to the word of God. The universe is his masterpiece there are things in 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 lakes and and in the ocean there are things called diatoms they're called diatoms and I'm gonna get nerdy for a minute it's necessary there are things called diatoms you can't even see them with the naked eye listen if you get a teaspoon of lake water are you following me just a teaspoon of lake water there will be thousands upon thousands those little unseen invisible diatoms but those little diatoms, even though you can't see them with your eye, they're underwater. Doing what? Ready? Those little invisible trees, water trees, are making oxygen so the, so the fish can breathe. You can't even see those little invisible trees. But God created them so that the fish can breathe in water. And you have the audacity and the unmitigated gall to think the Lord doesn't know about me. The Lord doesn't know what I'm going through. All I came to do is talk about how great our God is. You see, that's a clap for Tiger Woods on a golf course. I I said, I came to tell you how great our God is. Think about it. Think about it. God created those little underwater invisible trees so that the the fish can breathe. Consider how he created you. The human body, the human anatomy is a wonder. An absolute wonder. Creation of God himself. Think about that. Let's talk about some scientific facts. Number one, consider the following. No, give me the facts that I gave you, the suitability. Let's talk about the suitability, the suitability of life on earth. Pastor, Are you really giving science? Yes, I am, because I'm going to get to the point where you need to be, but you got to understand this, because this is a reality. We are just the right distance from the sun so that we get exactly the right amount of heat to sustain life. That's not an accident. I don't care how many robots they send to Mars. It's not suitable for us to live there. Amen. I'm telling you right now, long if the Lord tarries and is coming, if I'm dead and gone, replay this tape. I'm not afraid to say it. It's not suitable for life to live there. That's why God didn't put us there. Amen. The sun is exactly where it needs to be to provide light for the world over and not kill us. Amen. That's not an accident. Who did that? The same God you're doubting right now. And I, sense I sense the anointing of God in this place. Because he's contending with your view of him. Let me tell you, from the preacher down, it's too small. How is this going to work out? What? You needed this sermon. For everybody, and I know you're here. How is it going to happen? How is God going to do it? That's why he brought your chubby self here tonight. ¿Cómo lo va a hacer el Señor? No sé cómo. ¿De quién estamos hablando? No estamos hablando de tu tío fulano. No estamos hablando de cualquier otra persona. No estamos hablando de un ser humano. Estoy hablando y testificando, hallelujah, de un Dios, el único Dios verdadero, el Dios de Israel, el Dios que todo lo puede, el Dios que creó los cielos y la tierra. ¿Alguien grita, Gloria a Dios? Tapatío again, I'm sorry. Consider the rotation of the sun. It's precise. Y'all are like... Pastor ain't never preached about science. I know, That's so, uh, how you know it's God? Right. Yes, Come on. Consider the precise, hallelujah, rate of the Earth's rotation. Consider how fast we spin. If we, if the Earth's rotation spin just one tenth, if it was one tenth different, our days would be too long and our nights would be. Watch it now. The vegetation, all the food that we eat, we wouldn't. It wouldn't even live. Length of our days, length of our nights. increase ten times at least ten times google what I'm preaching about find it yourself all the lettuce you eat every day wouldn't be there that wouldn't affect me because I don't eat rabbit food well I'm lying it would affect me because the cows that I do eat that's what they eat (laughs) hallelujah My God, and that's how they'll be looking—real sad, like. You want to know why? Because they they ain't gonna eat nothing. The Earth's rotation—this is amazing. It's precise. The Earth is God's ottoman. I'm paraphrasing. The Earth is His footstool. I'm not even done yet. But if we consider the, 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 the works of God, consider that's just the work of his hand. That's not even him. This is just what he made. If you see a great painting, you can admire that. But that's only the work of someone's hand. That's not even who they are. happy by myself because y'all are still looking at me like i still don't know how he's gonna pay i don't know how he's gonna fix my marriage are you in the house shout hallelujah, hallelujah. consider the moon the moon is the right distance from earth 239,000 miles away. Okay? If it was 50,000 miles away, the ocean's tides, ready? Consider the following. The ocean's tides in Carlsbad. I visited every summer. They would absolutely submerge the continent, not once, twice a day. What's the big deal about the moon? Oh. <laughs> If the moon wasn't exactly 239,000 miles away from earth like God put it there to be, then the tides would cover the continent twice every day. That's not a coincidence. God did that. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, come on, shake them real good today. Say, neighbor, tell them God did that. Tonight I challenge everybody when you leave this church to walk outside and don't look at your honey. Don't look at your bay. Don't look at your don't come on, don't look at, don't look at your papito. No, look up. Why? Because creation declares the glory of our God. Somebody say this isn't a coincidence. Isaiah chapter 40, another great creationism. Chapter Isaiah 40, verse 28. I wish we had more time. It says the following, ready? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. The, y'all are sleeping, the, the, of, whoop. Evolutionism is a farce. One amen in the assembly. I don't care what's in your children's science books, we didn't evolve from monkeys. We don't hear this in church anymore, but we need to, and our children need to hear, porque yo crecí bajo las bancas en la iglesia de mi abuelo, y, y nosotros siempre escuchábamos las enseñanzas de los maestros, y ellos nos decía, aleluya, nosotros fuimos creados por un Dios, un Dios santo. We were told as children, you were created in the image of a holy God. Today our children are confused, why? Because we don't talk about this enough. You didn't evolve from a monkey. God created you. You are fearful. Oh, our young girls need to hear. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are precious in the sight of the Lord. You don't need to look like Kylie, Kyrie, or any other for that matter. God created you. You are beautiful in His sight. Come on now. He formed you and fashioned you in my belly. Isaiah tells us, number four, that God's creation reveals his infinite power. Infinito en poder. His power is infinite. That means there's no end to his power. Isaiah was stunned at the power of God to create. And even to name every star in the heaven that he could see. I want you to consider the following, and this is strange for us, because I don't do things like this, but tonight it's, it's on. Ready? Look at the screen. This is a galaxy. Look at it. Don't look at me. Look at it. That's a galaxy. One galaxy. One. There are, listen to this, there are hundreds of Billions, not millions, hundreds of billions of stars in one galaxy. Some of you are like, Pastor, I failed biology at Bobby Duke. Or Come on, man. Orale, mando. That's a galaxy. One galaxy. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. In one galaxy, there are hundreds of billions of stars. Well, why does that matter? Here's why it matters. Because the Word of God says, your Bible says, ready? Psalms 147. Put it up there. It says, He counts the number of the stars. That ain't all. Not only does He count the number of the stars, but He gives them all a name. You can't count to a billion. I said there are hundreds of billions of stars, wait, in one galaxy. Somebody shout, one galaxy. Somebody say, one galaxy. One galaxy has 100 billion stars. Second point, consider the following. At the very least, there are several thousand galaxies. You're not hearing me. Are you doing the math? One galaxy, give me the galaxy, I'm not talking about your phone, give me the galaxy, one galaxy has a hundred billion stars, give me the picture, one galaxy has a hundred billion stars, at least, give me the picture, ready, see that, that's a galaxy, every star has a name, and God knows all of them, he gave them their names. And when I was in prayer, the Lord said, people are going to be in church that have been crying, saying, God doesn't know what I'm going through. He said, hundreds upon hundreds of billions, innumerable stars, I name them all myself. Ready? And I never forget one of their names. And you think, I don't know where you're hiding. You think, I don't see the sin. You think I don't see your heart? I created that thing that's pumping in your chest. (laughs) The air you breathe, I created it. The lungs that breathe in that air, I did that. And your marriage is too big a problem for me. That's one galaxy. Several thousand galaxies exist and he knows all the stars by their name. That should cause you to be stunned by God's creation. If you're not stunned yet tonight, then I can't help you. You're either dead or you're dead. How many are amazed at the creation of God? That should cause you to be like, oh. You want to know what we're losing in the church? Oh. It's called reverence. It's called, it's called the wow of God. It's called, I am amazed at your creation. You did all of this. It is not a, it is not a coincidence. It is not evolution. It's not the result of a big bang theory. No, you did all of this. Why should I be afraid? tells us that the knowledge of God should lead us to an unshakable and immovable faith in God, trust in God, peace in God, rest in God, joy in God. And I stopped Brother Steve and I put that blank there because you can continue to fill in your own space. Whatever you lack fill it in because the God that you serve Is the one who created everything that you see. You need rest? Consider who created it all. You worried? Go outside. Look at the grass. It grows not because of fertilizante. It grows because God makes it grow. Look at the birds. Brother Andrés, you spend a lot of time in nature. My dad used to say, it's when I'm on the mountaintop that I just feel closer to God. When you're on the mountain, you just see you see the expansion of the sky, you see the stars and all their glory, and that's not even part of the galaxy. And you're worried. You don't rest at night. It's because your view of the world and who created it is off. Tonight I pray that everybody that came to church would have a sleep that you haven't had in years. Because he who watches over Israel never slumbers, never does he sleep. That's reason for you to know that I can lay my car. I can lay down and go to bed because the God who created everything that I see watches over me. He's in control of it all. The sun is still there, the moon is still there. Carlsbad is still there, and it'll be there in August. Why? Because God did it all. I don't care if you can feel the spring in your colchon you're gonna have sleep that comes from God because you know that if he made it all then surely he's able to take care of you somebody clap your hands and give God praise somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah Creation constantly expresses his glory, constantly testifies of his glory. His infinite wisdom is amazing. His infinite power is matchless. And he created you. (laughs) That's amazing to me. That should leave you con la boca abierta. That should leave you with your mouth open. And if it doesn't, it's because your view of God needs to change immediately. I wasn't going to do it, but the Lord, and this is for somebody, Luke 12, 6, 7, it's elementary, but here it is. Are not five sparrows, for those of you that are worried, stressed, anxious, are not five sparrows sold for two cents, yet not one of them is forgotten by God. (laughs) Not one of them is forgotten by God. And somebody came tonight, and you literally said, "He's forgotten me." The Lord says, ha, "I don't forget one sparrow." Verse seven: Indeed, the very hairs of your big head are all numbered. Entonces, ready? Here it is. Do not. I wish I'd have, I wish you would help me in the back. Ready? Entonces, do not. You are more valuable. Amen. Put your hand on your head. Not the ladies, because ladies, I don't want you to mess up your peinado. Huh? Come on. All the men, put your hand on your head. Just just put, come on, brother. Okay, that's enough. Don't comb it. Just, do you see that? Huh? Look at my brother. Look at my brother. You can't tell how, how much hair he has left. Man, you can take your hand down. You look like you have a headache. You can't tell how, many, how much hair he has here. But every speck is counted. And when one speck disappears into oblivion... God knows that it's gone. One of my prayer is, Lord, can you give me a supernatural tally of how many hairs I have left on my head? And I also would like the amount of hair that I had when I began pastoral ministry. I blame each and every one of you that have caused my <laughs> premature baldness. Some of you have caused more balding than others, by the way. (laughs) Here's the application. A wise God. The wise God. Surely is wise enough to create me and the world I live in. Surely he is wise enough watch out for me my view of God is insulting because even I came with questions as to how is God going to fix this? And the Lord said, Oh, go outside again. <sighs> if this doesn't provoke and incite a praise from you, then you do not belong to him. Because his creation, all creation declares the glory of God. Wait! Wait! That includes you. If the rocks cry out, then how much more should you be crying out? Junior Andres, come. Misty, come. Singers, come. Whoever's coming. I don't care. I'll sing it by myself. We're going to sing a song, not the ones they sing. God of Wonders. Beyond all majesty, you are holy. You are holy. Can you find it? The universe declares your majesty, you're holy. Can you find the lyrics and put them up there quickly, please? Today we're going to, we've heard the word. I presented scientific evidence that speaks to the creation, the power, and the infinite wisdom of God. Now, your response and responsibility is to worship. Amen. Not me. And here's what, here's what Paul would go on to say. Ready? They exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and they ended up worshiping creation instead of the creator. And this is what we're guilty of doing, is it not? Yeah. You, worry some, you, you worship something that was created. Money was created you worship something that was created or someone that was created turn your eyes to Jesus if I had more time I'd tell you consider this if we consider how amazing his creation is consider the one who created it what what is it going to be like to see God face to face if this is his creation what what's he going to be like if this is what he made what's he going to be like Well, the Bible actually tells us Christ, because in him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. For all things were made by him and through him and for him, and nothing that exists, exists outside of him. All things were made for him. the song? God of wonders, you are holy. Do you have it? Yes? No? Why not? Everybody stand. Please move quickly. They just emailed it to you. You should have had it up there. I don't know why it's missing. This is what we're going to do. Softly. come one day and you see pastor on a Wednesday preaching barefoot, you want to know why? It's because we need to get real organic up in here. And I know I'm probably not going to do that, but I'm just trying to scare you a little. Consider the following. You want to know what's killing us? Look at me. You want to know what's killing us? Processed food. This isn't a sermon about diets. It's eating things that are processed. That's why people want everything organic. Here it is. You want to know what's killing the church? A processed gospel. What do you mean? They put it through the fryer so that it's pleasant to you. as if a candy bar wasn't enough, we'll deep fry it. You're not helping me up in here. Have you ever had a deep fried Twinkie funnel cake? Come on, Coachella food truck. I saw you at Coachella food truck. A processed view of God instead of a biblical view of God is crippling the church. How do I know? Because you're worried, stressed, anxious, and on medication from a doctor to keep you sleeping. Can we handle this today? If we believe that he is God, and he is. And if we believe that all of this isn't just a coincidence, then you ought to lay your head down tonight and say, The God who created this created me, and I will worship his holy name. Somebody shout hallelujah! Hallelujah. How many believe that God created the world and everything in it? Do you believe this? So let's do what creation should do. Ready? Reveal and declare the glory of God. All right? Can we do it, Lord of all creation? We're going to do it from the verses and everything. Are you ready? Who's going to take us in? Are you going to lead us? Who's going to lead us? Can we go now? Are you ready? Go ahead. Jason, are you ready? Go ahead. And I want you to help sing it as loud as you can. Lord of all creation. Lord of all creation. Of water, earth, sky. Heaven, time, and Come on, sing it. Glory. Glory to the Lord. Almighty. Do that again. Lord of all creation. Lord of all creation. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Of the water. Of water, earth, and sky. Somebody declare. Come on. The heavens are. The heavens are your tabernacle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to the Lord on high. Everybody together now. Hallelujah. Our wonders beyond our galaxy. Glory. You are whole. I'll sing it out. Everybody, God of wonders beyond our galaxy. Come on, Abundant Life, on it here. You are holy, holy. Come on, declare the universe. The universe declares your majesty. You are holy, holy. One more time, God of wonders. God of wonders beyond our galaxy. Holy, holy the universe. The universe declares Your Majesty. You are holy, holy. Oh, one more time, God of wonders. Come on, God of wonders beyond our galaxy. You are holy, holy.